Handle on the News. Handle on the News! Let's not stand on ceremony here, Mr. Wayne. KFI AM 640. It's the Bill Handle Show. Bill is out. He blew out his voice. Thankfully, unlike his long ordeal with that terrible bone infection that he had, he is not in any pain or discomfort. He feels great. He just can't talk. That's a blessing, right? (laughs) For Marjorie, it is. That's for sure. So uh, Jennifer Jones Lee was so distraught over Handel's laryngitis that she had to take a vacation. Is that what it was? Yes. (laughs) Here's who we have today. In for Jennifer Jones Lee, Oregon's finest, Amy King. Thank you. Thank you very much. Manning the sports desk and uh, being my buddy throughout the show, Saturdays and Sundays, 6 to 8 p.m. right here on KFI, Morris O'Kelly from the South Bay. Can you dig it? <laughs> uh, and me, Alex is here. John Ramirez is here. Uh, obligatory remark about you being Catholic. And it's time for Handle on the News. Lead story. The Cosby Bill Cosby found guilty on all three charges in the sexual assault of Andrea Constant. And um, I, I, it's one of those things, there's so much that could be said, but also what more needs to be said right now? I would say the Me Too movement fundamentally shifted how people looked at this case, both jurors and also general public. The first trial was the mistrial, and I think because we're in a different space and place now in America as opposed to maybe five, six years ago, I think it added to the likelihood, eventual likelihood, of him being found guilty. He's not perceived in the same way. We don't look at sexual assault, or at least the allegations of sexual assault, in the same way. Also, would it be true the victims are not looked at the same way? Absolutely. Which is to say, maybe less suspicion of a victim's uh, truthfulness or motives. Because, of course, this case, as so many of these kinds of cases, hinged on attacking Andrea Constant's credibility, right? And so you think people are less resistant to go, oh, yeah, she's probably lying. Yeah, and we're now accustomed to hearing uh, witnesses or accusers with allegations more than 20, 30 years old. Amy? I don't want it to just be oh, the, you don't the want... two dudes talking about the issue of sexual assault. With the Cosby thing, I will just say that it's so sad. I'm I'm just sad about the whole thing. I just want it to be done and over with. Sad in what way? The, I, he was America's an dad. Destroyed? He was an icon. He was destroyed. He did it himself. So, yeah. And so hopefully this will bring some of the people who were affected some closure. And, you know, we can start to move on and just say, you know what? We're going to act better now. Yeah, I the th- past is the past. Here's Let's the thing: be better now. Is it is the sadness that an icon is now destroyed, or could it be that the sadness is that we were fooled for so long? Because yeah. if we had known how he really was, would he ever have become this icon in the first place? So, which is it? Like the loss of a legitimate icon who's fallen from grace. Or a person who never should have been in that position in the first place. Mm, I, you don't have to we because have to well, but because right of now. my the way that I felt and knew knew him growing up, didn't know him. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
it's the loss of the icon. Yeah. It's not that he shouldn't have been there because he's one of the most talented, talented, incredible entertainers we've ever known. I don't know. His new material isn't that great. No, but the old stuff, <laughs> the Cosby show was, in my yes. opinion, genius. Ap- His yep. stand-up was genius. I mean, when he called the prosecutor an a-hole, that was pretty funny. Well, that was good there's material. That. Yeah, there's that. I don't um, know. I thought he didn't work blue. Actually, he didn't, but he's one of the most profane people you would ever meet. He always would be cursing. But not on, not on stage. Not on stage, but if you're just around him. And he was brilliant on stage. Yeah. All right, so we're going to get back into this at 7 because uh, Mark Remillard was there, and he'll describe what happened, and then I'm going to talk a little bit about the sentencing situation for him. And the pound cake speech is coming back Ooh. because... You remember that speech, and if you don't, we have a clip from it, and we'll explain what the pound cake speech is that Bill Cosby gave. That was the moment that was the beginning of the end for him in this sexual assault stuff. So we'll have all of that coming up at 7. In the meantime, uh, there's other things going on in the world. There are. There was a handshake. There was a hug. There was lots of smile. And now there may be peace in the Koreas. It was not as bromance as uh, Emmanuel Macron and John Lewis, but it was pretty, it was, I hate to say it, part of me, I smiled when I saw Kim Jong-un, the guy who you always think of as the fire-breathing crazy guy, coming across into the DMZ, shaking President Moon's hand of South Korea, and talking to him, and he had a smile on his face. And part of me went like, what if he is some semblance of a real person under all that bluster? You think he's possibly just rebranding himself? That has been my theory uh, for a while, that he said, look, he still wants power. He still wants to be admired and revered. But something maybe woke up with him and said, you can do it through fear and intimidation and starving your people and all of that. But you can also do it by being the guy who brings peace and prosperity to your country. But can he do that and remain the dictator leader? No, no. (laughs) he has to be a different kind of revered leader. Not revered, which is really fear. He the the reverence now is really fear. Maybe he wants to be actually revered. And it would be interesting to see how his people would react because like you said, he's I mean, he keeps them down. He he starves them he does nasty things to them and tortures people and uh kills relatives yep so how do you turn that around well you try but here's the other thing you just brought up something i never thought of this before what if he's sincere about turning it around but the other people in the power structure in the government aren't and he gets assassinated over this stuff you're talking about a coup i am talking about a a coup coup? all right uh let's take a pause and when we come back Your chance to win $1,000 brought to you by Cunning Dental. Need dental implants? Call Cunning Dental for a free exam, 888-640. KFI AM 640. It's the Bill Handel Show. Before we get back into Handel on the News, it's a chance to win some cash. Your shot at $1,000 now. 
Text the keyword money to 200-200. You'll get a text confirming entry plus iHeartRadio info. Standard data and messaging rates apply. That's money to 200-200. They call the winner and you have to answer or you can't win. Karen in La Habra answered and won $1,000. Your next chance to win next hour. Also, don't text, don't um, don't send a Facebook message to the KFI Facebook page with the word money in it, because that's not what you're supposed to do. Although some people think that that's going to get them some money. You sure they about won't. that? I'm 100% sure about that. Okay. Very little in life that I'm 100% sure about. That's one of the things. Have you ever been on, like, Ancestry.com? No. What about... My life twenty three. No, I have not sent my spit into any of these places. Well, if you happen to be a murderer, you better not do it because DNA information on these genealogy websites led to a break in the Golden State Killer case. I got your DNA Yeah, we're going to talk uh, a little bit more about this at 7.30 because it's raising a lot of privacy concerns for the millions of people who have sent their spit to try to find lost relatives or figure out their heritage or whatever. Um, and it's interesting because the DA said, well, we did it through one of these online DNA databases. They won't say which one, and they won't say exactly how they did it. Right. And all of the genealogy websites are saying it wasn't us well it had to be one of them does it you think they're lying it's you possible think that you think the police or the da is is lying there's, about how they identified the golden state killer suspect there's more than one way to get someone's dna they you say agree? that they got the dna with a sample d'angelo discarded oh yes but Look, didn't give no, any no. more details yes there's two things here there's how did they get his DNA. Right. They got his DNA the old-fashioned way. They had an undercover cop follow him around until he... Discarded got, Yes, something. just like they did with the Grim Sleeper, who left a piece of pizza behind, and an undercover cop would really? be following him around. The issue here is, how did they even decide he was a suspect? They took DNA that was found at a lot of these crime scenes, Golden State Killer crime scenes... They ran those through the unnamed online genealogy site. Which they all deny. And they found a familial match. Yeah, it was like a distant relative. And they then, went, oh, hey, uh huh, that's pretty close. And then they start to work from there. You don't identify the suspect, but you identify a relative of the suspect, and now you can work that lead. Which is incredibly interesting, because if you think about it, so they had nobody in the hopper. They had nobody in the pipeline. Right. They did the DNA match and went, okay. D'Angelo's our guy. Yeah, we're going to talk more about how it, the difference between the law enforcement DNA databases and these commercial anybody can stick your DNA online, which is probably not a good idea. Mike Pompeo is the Secretary of State. Yes, Supreme Court Justice Samuel Alito administered the oath at 2 o'clock p.m. Eastern Time. I sound like a newsreel from the 1940s. And he's almost immediately going to leave the country, right? He's going to go to Brussels and Saudi Arabia and Israel and Jordan. Sounds like fun. I'm sure. I mean, what, what, what do you really do as Secretary of State in a Trump administration 
when it seems like this president wants to be out in front and center with everything which happens internationally? Uh, deliver threats. No, I don't know. I mean, I assume he's supposed to be the face of diplomacy. And for maybe the he already is. He did make a little trip to North Korea. That yeah. is true. Prior to becoming yeah, Secretary w- of State. Right. So maybe he's such a diplomat. He was being a diplomat even when it wasn't his job to be a diplomat. So now that it's his job and he's getting paid to be a diplomat, he'll be even better as a diplomat. I don't know. Let's see what happens. What if I, I know this is going to upset some people and delight certain other people. What if somehow at the end of the Trump presidency, he can point to specific improvements in certain international relations issues? I'm fine with that. Yeah. Speaking of uh, President Trump. Uh, he's distancing himself a bit from uh, his buddy Mike Cohen, his personal lawyer. We might as well be strangers in another town. Okay, so he had his interview with Fox uh, News. He called in yesterday, and he said, Oh, Cohen only handled a tiny, tiny little fraction of my legal work. And also said the investigation that federal uh, agents are, when they raided uh, Michael Cohen's office and all that stuff, he said that investigation doesn't have to do with me and said they're looking at something having to do with his business. I have nothing to do with his business. Right, which which seems to be correct because, remember, Trump was told he's not a target, or he said he was told he's not a target of the probe. When we come back, why Stormy Daniels may be more concerned with what they got from Michael Cohen's office. Mm-hmm. We'll continue handle on the news. Oh my gold turned to glass, and now I'm breathing fast. I need someone these hard times KFI AM 640. It's the Bill Handel Show. Bill is out. He blew out his voice. We're continuing Handel on the news. Amy King in for Jennifer Jones Lee, who's on vacation. Mo Kelly, Saturdays and Sundays, 6 to 8 p.m. And me. You know, Stormy Daniels thinks that Michael Cohen may possibly have her MySpace password. <laughs> uh, you know, from what I see, he did absolutely nothing wrong. Well, Stormy Daniels is of the opinion that um, some confidential information, which is only shared to her lawyer, may be in hands of Michael Cohen and his lawyers. Oh, because the not her current lawyer, right, uh, Michael Avenatti, but the the lawyer who negotiated the payment. Apparently, she thinks or knows. I guess we don't know. We well, we will know soon enough when all of this is parsed and we get to see what the federal raid uncovers. And so she wants to be involved in this she federal see- case where they're gonna where the special master's gonna look at everything they seized because she thinks some of her personal stuff was given by her old, maybe not so great lawyer to Michael Cohen. Right. Can you imagine if uh, Avenatti has his way, we'll have uh Stormy Daniels sitting at the table thumbing through all this quote unquote privileged information and deciding what other federal investigators will get to see. Can I point out one other thing from this article from the New York Post? This you know, is all ridiculous? Well, yes, but okay. but this one detail, because I laughed so loud. You know, a lot of times in articles, let's say it's in Variety, and it's about an article about Tom Cruise something, and they'll go, the Mission Impossible star noted that uh, his next movie is going to be about something. 
right? <laughs> I just so saw this. You too. saw it. So they're talking about Stormy Daniels, and she wants a seat at the table in the Michael Cohen stuff. And it, and they go, the Goodwill Humping Star. <laughs> they're giving one of her credits. And doesn't she have a new one, Make America Horny yeah, Again? Yeah, she's got a new. She claims she never really left the business anyway. Uh, hey, Donald Trump and Theresa May may have their own awkward moments together. President Trump's going to visit the U.K., meet with Theresa May over the summer. And uh, you may remember that they don't necessarily love each other that much. No, but the tweet this morning, delighted that President Real Donald Trump will visit UK July 13 and hold bilateral talks with Prime Minister May. Yeah, but that was tweeted by the British ambassador to the US. If if Theresa May had tweeted, I'm so excited to hug Donald Trump. Well, they did say they were delighted. I mean, come on. I know. It'll be very interesting to see what happens. Yeah, it's going to be a little chilly at the White House today, too, because uh, Angela Merkel's in town. Yeah, they're getting a working lunch. Donald Trump and Angela Merkel, they're having a working lunch, and that's it. It's like, finish your sandwich and get out, lady. That's what's going to happen. There is some good news, though, from across the pond. Yes. How does this sound? The baby will be known as His Royal Highness Prince Louis of Cambridge. Yeah, they finally announced the name of the new royal baby. Yep, it's Louis Arthur Charles. Charles for Prince Charles. Arthur is family tradition, and I don't know why they picked Louis. Maybe because of the Jungle Book. Uh, no, I, th- <laughs> I think Prince Philip's grandfather was Prince Louis Alexander. And also, Prince William has Louis in his name, and I think Prince George has Louis in his name. Ah, uh, okay. It means renowned warrior in French. Did you know that? That's fascinating. Mm. Not really. Wow, you're just a wealth of information. Yeah, wow. Oh, thank you. I was going to say, I thought you were going to dig her for being a real stick in the mud today. No, no, I no, just no, I am not just, that, no. I'm not that excited you're not about the, the royal, royal mania. thing. I, I think, you know, it's fine. Mm-hmm. It's nice that they have a new child, but I, I just... I, no, I'm not into royal mania. I have a theory about why you're why you're not into it and know, why you don't get I'm excited. About it. And... No, I think I think it might be, be, and it's a very subtle psychological principle. It might be because it's not actually important. Oh no, I think it's more. <laughs> it's not important anymore because we're talking about what the fifth in line of succession. I mean, it doesn't doesn't really mean anything. It's that not like dude's a, never sitting no, on the throne. No, not at all. I think it's different when Prince Charles got married because. Back then, we thought there were implications for the actual throne. You know, little did we know that Queen Elizabeth II was never going to give it up. Though. Okay, and when Charles got married, I will tell you that my best friend and I stayed up all night. We had a sleepover, and we watched the wedding of Princess Diana and and Prince Charles because it was a big deal. Yeah, I mean, we were little kids. Then. Yeah, and <laughs> she was the first woman to not be royal, even mm-hmm. though she was Lady Diana. But she wasn't officially royal, so it was like this cool love story romance. And now it's just like ah, none of them are. Did royals. you dream of someday marrying your own prince? No. Oh. Wow, both of the women here went ooh at the idea. That's nice to see how far uh, <laughs> feminism has come. There let's, you go. Let's go to a bar. Three Orange County men <laughs> say they were a victim of gay bashing at a Newport Beach bar. About time that we raised up. Three men 
who were tossed out of a Newport Beach restaurant claimed that they were victims of gay bashing. Here's the skinny on the story. They, they went into the restaurant. They said the bartender was immediately hostile to them, asked to see identification, and proclaimed one of the IDs was fake. The men say the ID was real, and in a lawsuit, they allege the request was actually a ruse to not serve gay men. I don't know how you prove this, though. How well, there's know? video of them being thrown out. So I suppose the police who are investigating this can say, well, why'd you throw them out then? Well, and they have to have some other reason. In the video, one, the bartender can be heard pointing to someone and saying, get them out of here. I don't want to hear it. You need to go. But maybe that's about the the fake ID or what he thought was a fake ID. Right. That's That would be I mean, my that's concern. a legitimate claim, right? Is somebody going to uh, ask the the uncomfortable question? Which one is that? Well, they're saying we were kicked out because we're gay. Right, and they can allege were, that, but... Were they... I mean, I know a lot of gay, gay guys, and you would never know. So how come just because three guys go in a bar, immediately the people at the bar go, oh, they're gay, we don't want them here. Are you talking about f- through their external well, behavior? I, yes, that's what I'm saying. Why did, the, why did the people at the bar decide that they were gay in the first place? Because their entire allegation rests on the people at the bar knowing that they're gay pda possibly i don't know that's why i want more information all right uh when we come back another news guy sexual misconduct allegations kfi am 640 i'll give you KFI AM 640. It's the Bill Handel Show. Bill is out today. He ruined his voice yelling at everybody. Before we get into uh, Handle on the News and finish it up, it is free movie Friday. Adam Tickets is back on KFI and giving you a chance to win free movie tickets. You text them now. Text the word reporter to Atom1 for your chance to win. It's the Atom Tickets app where you can browse movie titles, buy tickets, invite your friends, and they don't have it here on the copy. You can invite your friends but not have to pay for them. Perfect. With the Atom app, you can pre-order your concessions all from your phone. Skip the lines. Text reporter to Atom1 for your chance to win those free tickets. Standard data and text messages rates. Text message rates may apply for those of you who still have your cell plan from 20 years ago. All right, back to Handle on the News with Amy King in for the vacationing Jennifer Jones Lee, Mo Kelly in because I love him, and me. Hmm? I said C. Yeah. Uh, Tom Brokaw now, the subject of sexual misconduct allegations. It's a woman who worked as a war correspondent for NBC. Her name is Linda Vester, and she is now telling the media that... uh, One time they were in the NBC bureau in Denver and Tom Brokaw allegedly came up behind her and started tickling her up and down her waist. And then in New York, he came to her hotel room and tried to kiss her and suggested that they, uh, you know, get it on and so forth. And he says, I know this woman. I did meet with this woman to talk about her career. And uh, those meetings were brief, cordial and appropriate. Somebody, either somebody's lying or somebody doesn't understand what brief and cordial means. 
Someone is always lying. It's just a matter of which party here. I guess you're right. Uh, hey, guess what? Somebody's in trouble for bringing some illegals across the border. Follow me. I am on your side. And it happens to be an LAPD officer from Rancho Cucamonga. So basically what uh, he's been charged with is going up to the Border Patrol checkpoint on the 8 Freeway near Pine Valley. And he had a couple guys in his car with him. And uh, in the criminal complaint, it says he was acting really weird and seemed nervous and then when they asked for identification, the guys in the car admitted that they did not have it and that they were Mexican citizens. And he had lied. He had said that they had all been, I forget where, but somewhere. They were gambling at the Acorn Casino. Yeah, yeah. They'd like, well, we've been in the country the whole time. We're just coming from this casino, but uh, not true. Well, and yeah, and one of the guys had told agents that he and the other one had come into the U.S. like six days earlier got a ride to L.A. from somebody, and then he said he knew the officer and has known him for about five years and had done some work on his property. Oh, he's bringing up the crew to do a little remodeling. And use his badge to get over. Thought he, well, tried yeah, to. Tried to, tried to, tried but didn't to. work. He's been with the department for 11 years. You know the, the whole homelessness problem in Santa Ana? Oh, yes. Oh, well, it seems like we're going to have a California civil war. Santa Ana is going to sue the other 33 Orange County cities over homelessness burden. Let me go home. So the feds are suing the state and the state is suing the feds. And then you have counties and cities are suing the state and now cities are suing each other. Correct. There was a recent study by workers from the Orange County Healthcare Agency, which showed that the Civic Center population, where they had all the homelessness encampments, encampments included homeless who had migrated from 17 other cities. In other words, homeless people are moving from their homeless tenements in other cities, coming to Santa Ana, and Santa Ana says, "No, this is not going to work." Right, and of course, Judge David Carter said the entire county and all the cities in the county have to share the burden of doing something with the homeless people. And so they keep trying. Here's the problem. They keep coming up with ideas, and then those ideas keep getting voted down. So nobody wants to actually... Look, surprise! NIMBY. Nobody wants a bunch of homeless people <laughs> right. in their area. And uh, one last thing very quickly. The Dodgers, in conjunction with Metro, are going to build an aerial tramway from Union Station to Dodger Stadium, a mile and a quarter long, because, you know, going to the stadium's impossible anymore. If you're so, going in a car. How many people can get into a gondola? Uh, I, They've you got 60,000 people in the stadium. Well, but 60,000 people are not going to use this particular No, about 20 help. will. Hey, I have no problem with it, and I'll tell you why. And okay. this, uh, this is the thing I needed to know, if I would support it or not. Who's paying for it, and who's going to oversee building it? The Dodgers are paying for it. Okay, then they can do whatever they want. And as long as they have some oversight over the building of it, I'm cool. Now, if Metro takes the Dodgers' money and says, hey, we got your money, we'll take care of building a tram, uh uh-uh. Because that thing's going to plummet on its first run if Metro is the only person involved. Just want to say this. They're not a person. They want to build a tram from Union Station to Dodger Stadium, but we can't get a a direct link from Union Station to the airport? No, of course not. Priorities! All right, when we come back, (laughs) Bill Cosby, thrice guilty, and we will get into what happened in court, which was quite astonishing. We'll have uh, Mark Remillard will join us with that, and then I'll talk about the sentencing situations 
for Mr. Cosby. It's KFI AM 640.